police in the morning. On Halloween Eve in Brooklyn, an average show loser named Chris finds an invitation to a costume party. Arriving at the party, Chris discovers he's fallen prey to a lethal trap set by deranged artists. As the night wears on, rivalries within the group flare up. A body count accrues, and Chris must take advantage of the ensuing chaos if he's to survive the night. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here are B-Movie's best of our ability. Sometimes you get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, we're here week two in July. My choice this month was namesake month. Movies that have characters either Paul's name or my name, Corey. So... We're taking a look at the 2007 film Murder Party. You heard what the back of the DVD case had to say. Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three. I want to start with the top here. All right, then. So for me, number three, The Murders. Yeah, It takes a while to get there, but once murders start happening, the bodies just start piling up. And there's just there's blood and bodies everywhere in this movie. Number two, the setting is actually really simple, but... It's charming, and they make it work really well. They don't try and make it this out-of-proportion, ridiculous things going on everywhere. It all happens in one tiny location. Number one, the characters themselves I find pretty interesting, and they seem to play well off of one another. It's not like a natural playing. It's more like an awkward, I don't want to be here. But the interactions just, they seem fantastic and uh, pretty hilarious at times. Oh, yeah. Number three, I really liked Chris, the protagonist. He was just a normal, if not a bit awkward, kind of guy who accidentally stumbles upon the underground art house murder scene. He's the only character who doesn't consider himself an artist, thereby showing just how insane everybody else is and how ridiculous the circumstances is as a whole. The rest of the cast played really well off each other as well, making the events of the movie seem natural, despite being completely unnatural. Number two, the tone of this movie is played completely straight, making the ridiculous premise seem just that much funnier. And number one, I agree. It took a, a while for the killings to begin, but once they got go- going, it more than made up for the time that was lost. You're never really sure who's going to kill who next or why anybody's killing anyone in the first place. It's just complete anarchy, a true work of art. A murder party. Indeed. So, on the bottom side, number three for me, Alexander. He's definitely the worst of the characters. He's an obvious phony and just has an extreme air of douchiness about him. Like, of course, all these art students fall for it. They're like, oh, he has money to give us. No, no, he doesn't. You could see right through it. It's, It's like a paper bag on fire. Number two. The choice of making art from a murder scene seems to be rather idiotic. I mean, you are seriously incriminating yourself here. Like, don't you think there's a better way to create your art and get your name out there other than, you know, getting yourself the death sentence? I don't think we were dealing with the brightest group of kidnapping, kidnappers slash potential murderers. And number one, this movie takes a while to get started following Chris as he gets ready for and makes his way to the murder party for what feels like forever, but I think was like 20 minutes or something. It's just a lot of build-up that really doesn't need to be there. Number three. Overall, this movie is essentially just the same joke told over and over again in different ways, which, 
was, you know, art students are pretentious and incompetent and modern art is bullshit. This is done really well and I liked I liked all the in-between stuff. I thought the characters played off of each other, but I guess if you don't find the initial premise funny, you just wouldn't enjoy the film as a whole. Number two, like I said, following the first death, it takes a really long time for anyone else to get killed. It makes sense thematically, and, you know, a lot really did happen, so it didn't feel drawn out, drawn out. But, you know, if you're looking for a bunch of murders, you're going to have to wait a little while. And number one. And number one. So, spoiler alert, Alexander's real name is Tim, and he gathered everyone there because he wanted to kill them all and steal their art because he's not really an artist himself, and it was just kind of dumb. It made everything preceding the reveal seem like pointless filler in hindsight, and also showed that the truth serum that they just happened to have was just a contrived plot device to get him to admit it all. Uh, for an overall well-done movie that flowed naturally, that was kind of weak. Well, one of the things we talked about a little bit is uh, how these characters talk to each other, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. Paul, you can start us off this week. Welcome to your murder. I brought some pumpkin bread. It's the preservatives. I'm allergic to them. Just get a fucking pizza. You shouldn't use a cell phone during a crime. I just wanted to party. They will read the cause of death. Art. Better than selling pierogies. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time we give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a scale. One to ten. One being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this? I gave it a one out of ten. I gave it a two out of ten. Murder Party is about as open as a movie can be with its title. There is a party held just to murder someone. It just so happens to be for art. It sounds so bad, but actually uses its limited scope to provide a fantastic dialogue-driven movie with a sprinkling of comedy and murder. Sure, the movie paces slowly at times, and a few scenes drag on, but that's far surpassed by the fun dialogue, character interactions, and murderous carnage at the climax. This is one party that I'd love to attend. Consider the following. It's Halloween, and after a long day of work, you muster up the courage to take your anti-anxiety medicine and attend a nearby party. Unfortunately, it turns out the other attendees plan to kill you. Maybe you should have taken the murder portion of Murder Party a bit more seriously. It's beginning to look like the worst Halloween ever, as you sit tied up in the abandoned warehouse while a bunch of pretentious art students take drugs and talk about shit no one cares about. Luckily, like most people who majored in art, your kidnappers have no actual skills, including, but not limited to, murder. As such, the group end up accidentally killing each other as you make your daring escape, while in the process, proving yourself to be the greatest artist among them all. Murder Party demonstrates everything that can go wrong while attempting to kill a man when you spend most of your time talking about killing rather than actually fucking killing them. And it does so in the most ridiculous and hilarious of ways. Every scene is played completely straight, making the whole scenario ironically seem like a modern art exhibit deconstructing the horror genre itself. If I were to be kidnapped, I would hope that my kidnappers would be as incompetent as, as the ones in this film. So there you have it, a 1 out of 10 from me and a 2 out of 10 from Paul. 
I think it's time, though, we tell our friends how to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time a new drug is used, take a drink. Number two, every time someone eats something, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone mentions their artwork, take a drink. Number four, anytime someone talks about a grant, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's namesake month, whenever you hear someone say Paul, Corey, or your name, take a drink. That should have been in my bottom three. The Paul in this movie was a complete bitch. And every time someone talks about killing Chris, take a drink. Every time Chris talks at all, take a drink. Every time Alexander or Tim talks down to somebody, take a drink. And every time you see somebody in a costume, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us bmoviebros at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com. We have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. So we come to the end of week two in Namesake Month. We've seen two films. Let's rank them real quick. For me, number two, Demon Wind, the first Corey movie. It was a fun 80s slash 90s, you know, horror kids going to the wood and get murdered by monsters movie. But number one, Murder Party. It's actually creative. It's kind of original and it's just a fun movie to watch. Number two was Demon Wind. It parodied or made reference to a bunch of different horror tropes and, you know, Managed to be entertaining for how bad it was. And Murder Party, which which also parodied or made reference to certain horror tropes, but did so in a way that was deliberately good. So there you have it. Next week, you know, this week was a Paul movie. Next week, it's another Corey movie with the 1993 film Little Corey Gory. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Oh, I'm going to